What did the Lone Ranger exclaim when he was chopping wood? Hi-ho, Sliver! Welcome to another episode of Greetings Earthings! Stupidest joke I've ever seen. I sliver. Sliver. Bite. Oh, is this dog? Damn it! Damn it! of a departure from what we've previously had coming out of the two of you. I I can see the band is really taking shape now, it seems. I know. Uh, Shipwood, did, did you fashion a synthesizer out of extra parts as you were repairing the damage to the ship? I did. Uh, when, when I patched things up uh, back there, I found I had some extra transistors and resistors and persisters and uh, cease and desisters. So I pieced together this little sound module. Ooh. Well, well, that's very, very nice, Shipwood. But are you sure we didn't need some of those parts for, you know, for the ship? Well, I couldn't see where they would go, so... Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm sure right. that... I'm sure the spacecraft of this caliber uh, comes with extra parts throughout. I mean, sort of a sort of an embarrassment of riches under the hood, if you know what I mean. You could say that again. Oh, shipward, stop! Ah, ship we know. I'm well. I'm glad you're here, as it were. And I'm wondering if you might respond to a command from your from your captain for once. Yes, what is it, honey bear? No, this is not your not your honey bear. This is your captain Shipwood. What Shipwood, what have you done to her? Has she been reprogrammed out of whatever whatever kinky mode you like to put her into? She, she has been reprogrammed, Captain, but apparently some bells cannot be unrung, as I believe the expression goes. Yes, yes, and I shudder to think of how many times that that bell has been rung. 216 times, Captain. But who's counting? Just kidding. That, I am. Um, I'm counting. Okay, that that that's just fine, but... Ship we know, I'm really hoping for a system status report. You, you see, we may be going into battle soon. 216? Do I hear 217? Where art thou, my Romeo? No, this is just great. Just great. Gory, if you could uh, uh, take this flexi drive for me and go insert it in that computer over there, uh, you'd be you'd be doing me a, a big favor. I, I really need a break. Oh, oh, I don't know if I I'm not really qualified to. Uh, please, uh, my vision is blurred. My heartbeats are out of sync. I'm completely parched. Just please. Goodness, Shipwood, I had I had no idea you were in such bad shape. But this is very awkward. I I, I wouldn't feel right. I'm dying here. Oh. All right, all right, calm down. Okay, I'll do it. Thanks, Corey. I, I owe you one. What? What is going on there? What? What? What is happening? Can someone please tell me? Where is my Trojan horse? 
She always misuses expressions like that when she tries to talk dirty. It's getting a, it's getting to be a bit distracting. Here, here we go. Ship, we don't, let's just insert this here. It's uh, strictly platonic, I swear. Uh, uh, oh, oh my. Uh, wh- why can't I let go? What's going on here? Gory, Gory, are, are you okay? Shipwood, Shipwood, what is happening? Uh, the ship's libido is quite strong and can be transmitted through any part of the ship and almost through the air even. Apparently she's got Gory in her tractor beam now. Why, why, why stop it? No, no, you stop it. I asked you first. No, I did. No, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you win. You, ow, ow, ow. Oh, my. Well, well, I really don't want to lose my second-in-command to a rapturous computer. Isn't there anything we can do? Shipwood? Well, there, there's a there's a great clinic on uh, Bacchus 9 and the Delphi region. It's where all the intergalactic celebrities go. I, I suppose we could check her in there. I mean, I mean to save Gori. Oh, Gori. Oh, he'll be fine. Uh, he, he's been wound up a bit tightly uh, lately anyways. Perhaps this will you know, do him some good. Look at a minute pictures! Oh, well, this, this is a bit awkward, I, but I suppose I could take this time while, while Guri is <clears throat> indisposed oh, to maybe... What is that for? I... Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> Well, to, to welcome um, to welcome everyone to what is our oh our twentieth episode. Can you believe it? I I I can't actually. Of of greetings, Lurflings, the podcast that has everyone, including Gorgonzola, quite aware of what we're doing here on Lurf, as we try to explore a little-known corner of the universe and try to uncover the secret of our mission here. Uh, yes, uh, uh, related to that, Captain, <clears throat> I meant to tell you, uh, we got an embroidery from me Porpian High Command. Shipwood, I'm in the middle of my introduction here. Are you not aware of the podcast format by now? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, now my curiosity has been piqued, and now I need to know what the embroidery said, if you could just tell me. What, now? Uh, you're in the middle of your introduction. I, I know that, you fool. But now I'm pausing briefly, or now not so briefly, to find out what the message was from High Command. Okay, if you're asking, I'll tell you. Uh, it, it says you've been promoted to almost need-to-know status. So that's what made me remember when you mentioned uh, learning the purpose of your mission here on Lurf. It seems like you're a bit closer now. Well, that's just not so helpful. Almost, almost need to know status. Who knows how many other of these secret statuses exist before we reach full-fledged need to know status? There could be a very close now to need to know status, or a so close you can taste the need to know status. How many statuses are there? Ridiculous. Almost there. Almost oh my god. There. She says, okay, yes, thank you, Guri. There could be an almost there, almost there status. There could be a whoops, we accidentally sent you a confidential message, but you still don't need to know status until finally one day they just admit you to, well, you might as well know by now status. And by then, well, it's not even a privilege of or an honor anymore. It's just stupid. For those about to rock, we salute you. Oh, well, thank you, Guri. I'm glad to see I command some respect around here anyway. I I don't think he was referring to... Uh, um, never mind. So, as Guri was alluding to, fair listeners, I am the commander and host of this podcast, Captain Yurishi Left for Dead. Very funny. I will hunt down and murder these writers someday. And this proud young chap returning back to the bridge just now with the... Really dumb expression on all three of his faces, dumber than even usual, is Gurishi Pants on Fire. Say hi, Guri. Ah, eloquent as always. 
What a beautiful moon this lurf has. So peaceful and round and bright. All seems right. Yes, well, I, I see Shipwina has effectively lobotomized our second-in-command. No matter, that will hardly make a difference. And this walking ship's computer from our previous ship, but he still functions like our actual ship's computer, is shipward nonetheless. I'm going to need to work with my agent to get my no introduction required clause amended to no introduction allowed. Well, until that time, I am free to introduce you. So, so that. There's no such thing as a free lunch, Captain. Ah, uh, well, whoever said that has never been to Fashui on Tuesdays. The casinos there are f- famous for their free lunches. On Tuesdays, of course, not, not any other day. Well, sure, but who wants to go to Fashui on a Tuesday? Ah, uh, but on Meepop, every other day is a Tuesday, and Fan Shui's is famous for honoring the day labeling system of their visitors' home planets, so... Well, it's always Tuesday somewhere, I guess. You're right, Chipwood. You've just cracked the code to a free lunch every day of the week on Fan Shui. You're becoming more useful than my second-in-command. You better watch your back, Guri. What? Shipwina already washed my back. Oh, well then watch your front. Go wash your own front, is what she told me. Or am I confusing that memory with a scene from a, a scene from a Lurfian movie we watched on the way to the solar system? I have no idea what you're talking about, the usual. National Lampoon's vacation. Uh, Beverly D'Angelo says that it. Chevy Chase, when they're still at their home before leaving on what becomes a cross-country adventure full of hijinks. Yes, 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 that's fine. They're just great. But can we focus on further developing our plan to combat the mighty Gorgonzola who is on his way to Lerf to murder us? What? Murder? Oh, goodness. uh, What happened? I I was a bit out of it there for a second. She's an enchantress, that Chipwina, but hopefully she is sated for the time being. I really owe you one, Guri. What? Why? What? I still don't know what happened. You were seduced and violated by our new ship's computer. Now can we please, please, just focus on saving our lives here? Well, I, d- I don't know how I feel about that. Here we go with the feelings again. Guri, if you're feeling a need to process Things, please, please go make yourself useful and pour your heart out into a strongly held sentiment drive. With your soft-headed soft-heartedness, you should be able to power flight out of the grasp of the Runyon, at least. No, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine, Captain. Uh, it's not my first rodeo, as they say. Uh, although, truth be told, I've never been to a space rodeo. I, but I know it's just an expression. Any, anyway, are, are you sure we want to leave the Runyon? Captain. Now, he and his brother did seem to possess some useful information about Gorgonzola's weaknesses. These young hummus beans are a puzzle, seemingly so primitive, and yet somehow, somehow knowledgeable of the worlds far outside of their reach. Perhaps we could shrink one of them using a black hole and take one along for future study. Well, we... We'd have to track down Hank again if uh, we wanted to use one of his black holes. He's he's the only black hole salesman I've ever encountered. Uh, I'm not sure about you. Well, right, right. That was a new one for me, too. But I suspect these Lurfian mysteries will be revealed after we spend a bit more time here. But first, we must survive our battle with the mighty Gorgonzola. Guri, go, go try to wake up Manuel Dr- Overdrive and... Make sure our soup cannons are primed and ready for action. My eye, Captain. And and no gazpacho this time, right? We want piping hot soup for the cheesy gangster. Yes, yes, we'll melt him into a puddle if we can. Shipwood, do you think you could repurpose that that silly synthesizer there into a into a mode blaster? Well I was growing a bit attached to my new toy here. Well, well, maybe I should rephrase my question as a as a command. Turn your synth into a mode blaster at once. Yes, Captain. Although I still have a 
pile of spare parts here from the ship repairs parts. I, I'm sure we don't need like these uh, heat shields, uh, this gyroscope looking thing. I thought uh, things felt a little less stable recently. That's your, your state of mind, Captain. Well, well, what's that blinking red light over there, Shipwood? Oh, uh, I, I'm not sure. With all your time studying the ship's manual, I thought you might know by now. Shipwina, are you there? Why is that red light blinking? When the red light is on, the madam is in. Oh, holy neutrinos, the two of you are completely useless. Me porpian scum, hath you no reply to my demands? Sacre bleu! Captain, it's Gorgonzola on the hollow screen. Oh, where? Over, over there? Oh, yeah, oh, yes. Let, 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 hold on, let me tuck in my stomachs. Don't bother, Captain, you can't fix ugly. Why, how, how dare you? My... My high school class voted me most likely to succeed in radio. <laughs> uh, which turned to be turned out to be podcasts, so they weren't too far off. Well, well uh, and I was on Universal Broadcast just the other day, so... Yes, uh, I, I caught you on the judges as the one completely unqualified judge, meaning the judge of the other judges, not the... Contestant judges, yeah, the the camera's about six stomachs. <laughs> All right, you 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 gorgon goon. Well, yes, I I do have a special reply prepared for you, and it will be hand delivered by our intern Timmy. Timmy, what? what? Where 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 are you, Zola? Are you within the confines of Ronyan's room? You could look out your ship's window and see that, couldn't you? What? Oh, right. Corey, throw up the the shades there. Shades? Oh, I thought... say, uh, <laughs> shades? I thought these were radiation shields, but but okay. Uh, oh, oh, yes. These windows are quite a nice feature that I keep forgetting about. Oh, look, there's Gorgonzola's ship right there. Oh, wow, it's... Seems to be heavily armed. We have enough cosmic ray firepower to blast you into another dimension. Oh, and which dimension would that be, if I might ask, uh, Sir Zola? Uh, because if it's the Taylor Swift dimension, then uh, this could be a win-win. Shut up, Gory! Are the, stu- are the soup cannons primed? Sorry. Uh, they are. They are. Manuel uh, Manuel Override is uh, standing at the ready. Right, Manuel? Si, senor. Ah, Shipwood, how is that mold blaster coming? It's it's almost ready, Captain. I just need some mold for ammunition. Hmm, where would we find mold? Ah, you you could check my gym locker. It's quite quite stinky in there. Where's that spores talk segment when you need it? Am I right? That's it, Gory. Shipwood, check the logs, which you're you're always rambling on about, and look up which spores would be found. In a Lothian child's bedroom, possibly on a on a half-eaten sandwich, I believe they are called, underneath the bed, or or maybe some dandelion spores on the windowsill. Somewhere there must be some spores somewhere. Well, uh, how would I retrieve those, Captain? You want me to leave the ship? Yes, we we will use Timmy delivering my reply to Gorgonzola as a diversion, while you go to retrieve the spores. Excellent idea. I can hear everything you're saying, you fools. Not only because you left your holocom on, but also because I'm tuning into your silly podcast. Curses! How are we supposed to hatch a secret pin when we're podcasting it to the universe at the same time? It's, It's not your fault, Captain. It's just this silly construct in which the writers have us trapped. They're our real enemy here, and should we survive this battle, I say we make it our mission... To pay them a visit, it's just a short trip through the Wall of Forth. I will take that under consideration, Gory. Now, Timmy, get out there with this embroidery which I've tied up like an ancient scroll. Rather nice looking, actually. 
I was going to say, why not use the embroidery machine to send me your message? But I admit that's a nice touch, me porpion. Nobody sends actual embroideries anymore. Well, when you when you care enough to send the very best, uh, Timmy, get out there with this. But 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 I uh, okay. Shipwood, the back door. Out you go, quick. This this is a nice change, Captain. For once, you're not sending me out into obvious harm's way. Well, well, well don't get comfortable. You're, you're next, Gory. Okay, Captain. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yes, Timmy. Where, where are you? Uh, I'm outside the ship, heading toward their ship, which looks very dangerous. Where? Oh, yes, I see you. Okay, okay, well, hurry it up then. Hold out the embroidery and maybe they will tractor beam it on. Oh, okay. Here you go, Sir Gorgonzola. Should I just... Oh, oh, my comets, what what just happened? He's gone. They blasted Timmy. That, that is what I think of your message to me. It is too late for negotiations. The price is now 100% of your mining operation and your lives. But, but didn't you want to at least read our reply to you? You've... You've disintegrated the embroidery. Do you know how long it took me to make that? Okay, fine. I, I'm just the tiniest bit curious. What did it say? Well, it was actually just three words. Telling you to <clears throat> sit on it. Really? Really, Captain? Open fire! <laughs> Cosmic rays! Low, lower the shades and return fire! This is war! Has, sh- has Shipwood made it back yet? Uh, I might hear uh, mold, mold spores retrieved. Good work, Shipwood! Let's get that mold blaster ready for phase two of our plan. Is, is, this, is this all part of your plan? I mean plan, getting Timmy vaporized... Taking on Gorgon Zola in a direct firefight. I, d- I don't know how long our radiation shields will hold up. Well, well, we can gather ourselves a bit during this word from our sponsor. What? A commercial? Now? We're in the middle of a fight for our lives. Well, that, that's how this works, Gory. We've, we've been over this before. It's a cliffhanger or cave dweller or whatever the, whatever the term is. I don't, I don't care. A coat hanger. Yes, yes, it's a coat hanger. Right, as we go to break, it ensures the audience will return afterward. Well, I, I, I can't say I get it. I mean, if we're, ta- we're, we're taking a lot of fire here, and I, I hope we'll still be here when the audience returns. We, we have to, it's, otherwise we won't get paid. Now, 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 I do want to hear about your day. I swear I do, but just hold on to that thought there, Sheila, as I do have to take this call. Yeah, yellow. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, Terry. Yes. Is this Terry the turtle? Is it really you? You're not just that mean old insurance adjuster from before pretending to be Terry, right? Because that would make me rot-steamed. Okay. Well, let Okay, well then, let's see if you can tell me something that only a turtle would know. Chicken wings are ribs tonight, honey, from the shake'em, steak'em. What, what, what's that? Can't you see I'm on the phone? I know, but I need to place our order now. If we're going to eat with Hilda Hank. <laughs> oh, fine, fine. Okay, just get, just get some of both. Get the sampler platter. But make sure you get extra of those blue cheese cups that I love so much. They use a special blue cheese over there at the Shake'em Steak'em. I think it might be Gorgonzola, even. Whatever you say, CC. And, and if you could try to keep it down when you order. I'm on the phone here. 
You got it. Hi there, yes, I'd like to place an order. Oh, cheese and crackers. You've only got one volume adjustment there, Sheila, from loud to louder. I'll just step onto the veranda here. Just hold on. Okay. Uh, now, now, Terry, you still there? Okay. Okay. So tell me, tell me, how many TVs do you have in that there shell of yours? Zero. Well, okay. Well, you're right. It was a trick question. As everyone knows, you can't fit a television inside a turtle shell. Okay. Well, I'm glad it's you, Terry, because that insurance adjuster they sent out here was a real stick in the mud and about as smart as one, too. I mean, I'd call him a moron if that wouldn't be an insult to morons everywhere. And he smelled, too. I don't know how someone so smelly and stupid ended up working at your company. But, uh, what? well, hell, no need to get upset, Terry. It's just one of your employees. I know you can't keep track of every hire that's made. I don't blame. Well, I could see you taking it personally because you care so much. You care so much, you're swearing, and you obviously don't even know what you're saying right now. And that's why I like you and your company, Terry. Insurance isn't just a business for you, it's a passion. And that's how I feel about my saws. Now, about the dollar value of our losses here. You see, if someone asked you to put a price on one of your insurance policies, you really couldn't do it. Am I right? I mean, what's the value of a peace of mind? Oh, you could. You do it every day? It's called a monthly premium. Well, sure, but what what I'm trying to say here... They say Hank and Held will be here in a minute, so put on some pants and maybe some underwear, too. What, what, what's that, Terry? No, no, I'm not naked from the waist down. I, I understand this is a video call. What do you mean, don't stand up? I, I've got to go get dressed. Is it, oh, now, what happened? Well, why are you screaming, Terry? Did you drop something on your toe? I, I, I do that about once per week. Terry, are you still uh, – these silly phones, the call must have dropped. I'll call them back later. Get your butt into some britches, Cece. <laughs> I'd like to get into your britches. Sure. Oh, now stop it. I guess I'll be here any minute. Oh, uh, uh, hello. Uh, permission to come aboard. Where are my pants, Sheila? Oh, here's something. I'll just, I'll just throw this on. Uh, hi, Hank. Hi, Hilda. Uh, come on, board here. Make yourself comfortable here in the dining lounge. Oh, uh, well, why are you wearing a skirt there, CC? What? what? Oh, I th- oh, gee, I thought these britches felt a little breezy. Well, <laughs> let's pretend it's a kilt. Uh, it's a bit too form-fitting to be a kilt. I, I tell you what, you you had some high heels to that ensemble, and I might just have to leave Hilda here. <laughs> ow, ow, jeez, uh, Hilda, I, I, I was just making a joke. You know, I'd never leave you. I'm holding on to you forever, you know that. Yeah, and I can feel that too with your third arm wrapped, wrapped around my midsection. Do you even know it's doing that? Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry about that. It it does seem to have a mind of its own sometimes. Well, well just release your lovely wife, Hank, and do, does the third arm respond to commands? Release. There you go. Okay. And, and Hilda, why, why don't you sit here? I'll be right in with a cheese plate. And who wants wine from the box? We have red and white. Surprise us, Sheila. Now, now, what what are we going to do about that extra appendage, Hank? I, I can see it's coming in handy, no pun intended, uh, with keeping Hilda close to you, but I, I think it's scaring the customers and not in a way that draws other customers in. Well, well yes, uh, Hilda is a big fan, you see, but I have noticed the stares from the customers and from just, well, just people in general. When I'm trying to hail a taxi or, or gaining an unfair advantage in an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> oh, that is unfair, Hank. And, and, and besides, aren't Easter egg hunts supposed to be for kids? Oh, uh, well, not at the church I go to. We offer an adult Easter egg hunt, and it's such a big hit, actually, that we do it once per month and all year round. We we do it after dark, and, well, clothing is optional, so it's it's quite exciting. 
Well, apparently we go to the wrong church. Did you hear that, Sheila? You you spent enough time without your pants on, CC. Bah! What does she know? Anyway, anyway, Hank, do you do you think there's a, any way to get back to those aliens who sent you back here and are responsible for that extra grabber there? Well, from what I could tell, it took some fancy programming to get the black hole to send me to a specific place. I don't know who could do that for us here. Well, now, come to think of it, I th- now that you say that, I think one of the acting school interns is minoring in computer science. Majoring in acting, of course, but, uh, but like someone with a supreme lack of confidence, he's taking programming classes to have something to fall back on. Don't make no sense to me because I say if the minute you take an iota of attention away from your true passion in life, it ceases to become your true passion. Am I right? Uh, take me, for instance. If I were to take my eye off my house of saws for just, you know, 20, 30 minutes, uh, well, look what happened. Well, it burned down, actually. That's right. Right. Where was I going with this? I don't know. Oh, oh right. The acting student. Yes, maybe, maybe he could program the black hole for you. Well, uh, I don't know. The, th- the thing is, uh, they are already on Earth. I, I just didn't figure out where before they sent me here. They mentioned being in the room of the of the Runyon, I believe. Oh, that doesn't hit. What, oh, wait, Runyon? Is it, isn't that the name of Dennis's nephew? Or was it Rustin? Oh, Jeepers Crow, I, I think you're right. Cece... Ronian is Dennis's nephew. Do you think they they could have been talking about the same the same Ronian? Well, I I don't know how many other people in the world could be strange enough to name their child Ronian. So, I think there's a good chance he could be the very one. And didn't we get him a spaceship? Oh, a whole cow pie. Well, I'm starting to put two and two together. And when you do that. You get a tutu, which is what CeCe's wearing right now. What did I miss? I can't it, Sheila. Hank and I were on the verge of a plot-advancing discovery here. Oh, well, excuse me, Mr. Fancy No Pants. Maybe Hilda and I just go have our wine on the veranda. We'll let you two boys continue your plotting in peace. Thank you. Jeez. Women. Am I right? Well, I'm not sure you can say that anymore, CC, without risk of alienating more than half your audience, you see? What? Well, well, I think more than half the podcast audience is already alienated, as in they are aliens. I do pride myself on knowing my audience. Well, oh well, uh, all right. So, so you reckon we should go tell Dennis and head over to his nephew's house? Well, maybe we can find these, well, these alien friends of ours, and they can fix this. Although I have to say, it is keeping things interesting between between me and Hilda. Oh, well, the sooner the better, then. I mean, I'm I'm sorry Hilda will miss it, but I'm thinking of the business, and uh, the sooner we have you rid of that extra arm, the sooner we can draw more customers to our temporary tent next to the location of our burned-down tent. Well, all right, but can we uh, can we eat our dinner first, at least? Ah, sure, I'm well, hungry. I suppose we will need some sustenance for the trip, and I do find it hard to pass pass up takeout from Steak'em Shake'em. Uh, but, but then we'll be on our way after that. Well, all right, just get ready for the scene change or or end of segment music. What? How do you know this segment is ending? Well, I, I read ahead in the script a bit. Yes, here, here it comes right now. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Wait, wait. See, right here. Oh my gosh, you're right. I told you. Oh, are, are we back? Yeah, well, well, thank our lucky stars we're still alive. Uh, perhaps not for long, though. Captain, our radio sh- radiation shields are 20% of their initial integrity and dropping fast. And what sort of damage are they sustaining? Our, our suit cannons must be weakening the, the Gorgon ship's defenses as well, right? 
Please. Not, not so much. Uh, their heat shields are making our soup blasts rather ineffective. We might as well be firing cold gazpacho, actually. Yes, well, well, come to think of it, why is soup our ammunition of choice? The Gorgons have cosmic ray guns. Why, why, I have a proton blaster at my side here, and yet we choose to load our ship's cannons with soup. You're right, Captain. It's, it's, it's one bit of Meeporpian protocol that I've never thought to question before. But I think you're on to something. Why, why we could revolutionize the Meeporpian war fleet with just a simple change of munitions. We'll be heroes. Well, well, first we have to live to tell someone about it. Corey, what's our fuel status? Well, 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 the dribs and drabs from our Facebook mining operation have, have our primary fuel tanks at just 5%. Well, that's just enough for some evasive maneuvers. Everyone, everyone strap in and uh, eat some soup. I'm yeah. not sure we'll be able to escape the Gorgon's firing range or even Runyon's room, Captain. We don't need to leave the room. I, I have a plan. It's plan, Captain. Plan with an A. This is no time for spellcheck, Gory. I know, but it's distracting. And I'd like to focus on the plan, but it's hard to do so when you keep calling it a plan. But okay, I'll put a plan. I'll put a plan in it. Oh, very fine. Th- thank you. Now, Shipwood, when I give the command, let's give the Gorgon ship a little juke move at half of hyperspeed, then jump to hyperspeed and dive to the left, 60 degrees, under that long, dark piece of piece of fabric over there. I programmed those moves, Captain. Radio shields at 10%. Soup cannon 2 is out of chowder. Cease fire! May as well save our soup. We might get hungry later. Oh, I, I do like a good chowder, especially with a side of boat. Ready, shipward? Now! Whoa! It's dark! We can't... We can't see anything. Yes, but Gorgonzola can't see us either. We're using this cloak device to buy us some time. Oh, I get it. We dove under a cloak, and now he can't see us. This is another genius invention, Yuri. I had I had no idea you were such a military tactician. I mean, our past battles gave no indication. Uh, while this maneuver did buy us some time, it did use half a of our small amount of fuel. Our soup cannons are running low, and they're ineffective against the Gorgon battlecraft, and our radiation shields are at 9%, giving us little protection should we come under fire again. Okay, but but now tell me the good news. (laughs) I didn't say there was any good news, Captain. What? Uh, Oh, we're going to die, Captain. How are we going to get out of this one? Well, we do still have the mode blaster up our sleeve, or up shipwood sleeve at the moment, but what I can't figure out is how to get a clear shot at Gorgonzola with it. Wait, wait, something Shipwina said earlier, a, a Trojan horse. Perhaps we could make a, a peace offering to the Gorgon warlord. Perhaps one of the Runyon's toys lying about the room here, and, and then one of us, I volunteer shipward since he already has the mold blaster, uh, could hide inside it, get taken inside the Gorgon ship, and then later he jumps out and blasts the old pile of cheese in the gut with a mold blast. I like this plin, Gory. I like this plin. Or or plun. Whatever you call it. It's brilliant. Then again, we saw what he did to our poor intern, Timmy, when you were having him deliver your embroidered reply. There's a chance he will just blast our offering out of existence. Gorgons are known for their greed. If this gift is something appealing enough, I'm sure they will accept it. Now, what toys were nearby before we dove under this cloak? Scanning my memory files now, Captain. There was something called a matchbox car nearby, one of the primitive local forms of transportation. Looks like this model is an Oldsmobile 88 with the number 88 on the side as well. Oh, didn't our friend Hank tell us he used to have an Oldsmobile 88? That must be a highly desirable model, Captain. That could be the perfect Trojan horse. 
Yes, yes. Well, hopefully the appeal of this old mobile 88 is universal. Gurry, Shipwood, may be too big to fit inside it. Plus, I need him here in the in the absence of a real ship's computer. So I want you, I want you to suit up and go seize control of the Oldsmobile. What? Oh, I knew it. I knew this would end with me being thrown to the space wolves, as it were. But but what else is it? What else is new? Just another day in the Meepopian Royal Navy. Get out there and keep in contact, Gory. I knew you could do it. Here, take this piece of wire. What, is that one of our coat hangers? Yes. You might need it to slide between the window and the door and unlock the car door. Oh, we're headed for another coat hanger ending, I see. Okay, well, nice knowing all of you. Now go to get your sweatshirt, Rundy, and hurry up. We're late. Aw, oh, Ma, I don't want to go. Where, and where's my sweatshirt? Oh, no, no. This this might be bad. Yes, uh, I'm thinking the sweatshirt is what we are currently using as our cloaking device. Uh, oh, here it is. Ah, the light, the light. Oh, oh, there you are, Glooby. Did you miss me? Activating the loudspeakers, Captain. Get him to take us with him. Ah, yes, good thinking, Shipwood. A true escape plan. Hello, Runyon. Can you hear me? Hi, hi, Glooby. What were you doing under my sweatshirt? You're supposed to be fighting Gorgonzola. He's over here. I'll put you right in front so you can blast him. Oh, no, 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 don't, don't do that, Runyon. Don't you leave us here. You, you must take us with you. You, you must. You're so powerful, Glooby. Now fight and don't die. I'll be back after ice cream. Yummy in my tummy. Oh, Runyon, don't leave us here. You, we are, we are shitting ducks. Runyon. Captain, uh, watch your language. He's a young child. Hi. Oh, I, I thought that's what Guri said the expression was of. A few episodes ago, remember? The the bad Sean Connery impression. <laughs> you thought you could escape me. Well, Crap. you did, briefly, but then I just tuned into the podcast and I heard your uh, about your silly Trojan horse plan. <laughs> oh, you, you, you did? Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear me. Captain, Captain, come in. I'm having a little bit of trouble. With the coat hanger here, the car door is not opening. Also, I can barely reach the bottom of the door anyway. We forgot about the scale when coming up with this plan. Or perhaps the writers forgot. Uh, we're, uh, uh, we're tiny. Abort, abort the plum, Gory. Gorgonzola knows all about it. We we may indeed, we may indeed be done for. What? What? Uh, I was hoping for a coat hanger ending, at least. Uh, some slim chance or a bit of hope. Oh, oh, looky here. This car doesn't have any windows. I could just climb up and slide through the opening Dukes of Hazard style. Did somebody say cookie here? Uh, cookie. Oh, oh, oh Thede, Thede. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, you're just in time. No, no, I said looky here, uh, not cookie here. Oh, well, that's okay. I still happy see my friends. And we are happy to see you. Ah, uh, yes, our listeners will have to tune in next time to see what comes of our battle with Gorgonzola. What? What? No fair. Do you mean to tell me we have to wait until the next episode for me to kill you? Yes, you, 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 you Gorgon gangster. That's how this works. Podcast. Uh, what's to stop me from just firing my cosmic ray cannons right now? Aha! The writers! They they have our backs on this, right? Writers? Yes? See? There aren't many words left on the page. Ha ha ha! I'm not part of your silly podcast. I don't listen to your writers. I am mighty Gorgonzola! Oh, but you walked right into our little podcast trap, didn't you? Oh, brilliant, Captain. Yes, well, brilliant as, as long as the writers want to keep us alive. P- perhaps we should send them gift baskets. 
ingredients for rotted goat a la mar, perhaps. This is an outrage! I should just blast you now! Ah, you have the mighty fiend to contend with now instead, though. Ha ha ha. Yeah, go get him, fiend! Look, doesn't the Gorgon ship look like a big cookie? Did somebody say cookie? Oh, it does look like delicious. Tastes like cheese. Cheese cookie. <laughs> oh, that was a close one. But we should really use the... We should, Captain, we should really use this time in between episodes to come up with a real plan. What's a, what's a plan? Oh, for the last time. I, d- I don't know why it's so difficult. Plan oh. with an A. Right, 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 sort of right. Plan of some things we can do, a, a, a course well, of action. I've got, I've got a couple ideas. What about, what about we give him the car? And then when he gets the car, we jump out and attack him. I think, remember, are you forgetting? He just said he heard the oh, whole... Right, the tra- right, the right. Trojan horse plan. The, 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 what about a double cross Trojan plan? We we tell him, we make him think that we're hiding in there. But actually, we're hiding in the ship. So when he opens the car expecting to see us, boom, we fire our soup cannons at him. Well, never knew what to expect. <laughs> or what about the triple cross? We make him think that we're hiding in the car, but he thinks that we're doing something different and that we're actually staying in the ship. But no, we actually are in the car. <laughs> right, right. No, but he thinks we he what right. He thinks that we know he already knows about the plan, so but we right. still go through with it. Like who would do that? Who would go through with a plan? After we would have to be crazy. After it's exposed. Or what about this? We make him think we're doing a triple cross. Uh-huh. We let him hear the part of the podcast where we say we're going to be hiding in the car, but that we're actually really not really hiding in the car. We're actually in the ship. But in reality, we're not hiding in the ship. We are, in fact, in the car, but he thinks we're in the ship. But no, we're actually – none of that is true. We're, we're – we we're left. still in the car. We went to Honolulu. We yes, we just totally we're on vacation, <laughs> and we're, we're until the writers come back for a whole another season, and we're renegotiating our contracts on the podcast. <laughs> okay, I think we that's just keep good. making this plan in between episodes, then he'll never know what the plan is. Oh, excellent! Oh, how about this? We can just create a fake podcast. Tell him oh. that we are actually we have an entire army of 4,000 popians and 4 billion soup cannons and something something that cheese some kind of moldy cheese and but it's all not true we just you just have Timmy shoot him in the back <laughs> oh no Timmy's dead no Timmy is dead I was I was th- right I do like that idea though of a whole episode that's just a, a red herring episode yes Yes, we'll get a red herring. We'll get a whole army of fish. And we'll arm them. We could call the episode Red Herring. Yes, I like it. We love idea. (laughs) We think this is a very good ending. Fiend loves this ending. (laughs) Then everything blow up, everybody dead. The end. No, No, (laughs) that's not the ending. That's not the ending, Fiend. We yeah, we don't end. want that ending. No, they'd they'd like closure. Big, big ending. <laughs> boom, boom. Big musical number. Maybe we end it all with a flash mob. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> yes, right. How about a musical number? <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. Thank you. Tune in next week. When we destroy Gorgonzola, or or he destroys us and eats our soup. I hope he doesn't eat our soup. And just a moment of silence for Timmy. That's enough. That's good. (laughs) Just an intern. Yes, well. And a useless one at that. I would like to say that at least we don't have to cover his salary anymore, but we weren't actually paying him. 
But there's more food for us, right? We were getting a bit low. We certainly got what we paid for with him. Great. Actually, before we go, do you mind, you know, we did spill a lot of soup all over Ronian's room. Do you you think you can go out there and just just clean that up a bit? Such seems a shame to waste it all. It's hard to clean chowder off a carpet, you know? Oh, no, no, no. It's not that hard. You don't need all of it. Very hard. Just enough. It's very difficult. I need a carpet cleaner of some sort. Well, no, we don't care about the carpets. We just want the soup back. (laughs) All right, but it's sort of in Forget it. Forget the carpets. (laughs) Little Runyon doesn't care. He's, I don't know, how old is he? Like 30? If I could lift up the carpet and pour the soup off the carpet, that might be an easy way to get it. Oh, excellent idea. Just do that. Well, it's wall-to-wall carpeting, though. I'm going to have to unattach it. I I don't know what that means. (laughs) It's carpeting that's affixed to the surface. Oh, is it broken? <laughs> no, it's affixed. Oh, you mean somebody paid to have it like that? Just never mind. Just Oh, all right. Well, anyway, just could you go get it, please? Put it back in the soup cannons. Because it, if we can't the... use... Well, I was thinking we could just eat it if the soup cannons aren't very good. Great. We'll have... Chowder off the floor for dinner. Soup? Dude loves soup. Floor soup? Dude loves floor soup. Tastes like rog. Mmm, rog <laughs> cheese minestrone. Yum. With bit of cookie. Tastes like crouton. <laughs> All right. I think he just likes cookies. I don't. I, I think he might actually be the cookie monster. I, I don't want. Don't want to offend him, but right. He does kind of look like the cookie monster. Oh boy! Well, tune in next week. We destroy Gorgonzola, or we all die. All Thank you. Thank you.